Hi there, this is Marie T. Russell. Welcome to the Inner Self audio version of Cancer Can Be Cured on the Road Towards Self-Determination. This article was excerpted from the book Energetic Cellular Healing and Cancer and is read by the author. Good day to you, dear listener. My name is Tietze de Jong, and I'm going to read to you a few extracts from the book Energetic Cellular Healing and Cancer. Pioneers of all types are often met with disbelief, ridicule, harsh judgments, and lack of cooperation and support. If the establishment feels threatened by novel ideas and theories, this can have severe consequences for the pioneer and their work, leading to economic and or political action against the pioneering initiative. The same happens with regard to cancer and the search for solutions to the worldwide spread of the disease. New horizons are being explored continuously by many individuals via scientific researches linked with universities, such as Dr. Raymond Royal Reif, medical doctors linked with hospitals, such as Dr. Ruke Geert Hamer, or individuals who feel motivated to move beyond the familiar and acceptable, such as documentary maker Ty Bollinger in his 2018 series documentaries, The Truth About Cancer, A Global Quest. Or practitioners like myself, who work with energetic cellular healing. I wish to introduce a few of the aforementioned pioneers to you. Dr. Raymond Royal Rife, The Shocking Truth. Cancer can be cured. This was proved scientifically almost a century ago. Dr. Raymond Royal Rife, a scientific pioneer and genius, developed a unique and complex microscope almost a century ago. Using his universal microscope, he was able to observe the reactions of the tiniest microorganisms, viruses, bacteria, and so on, and noticed whether they disintegrated or changed form under influence of specific circumstances. The device enabled him to record the precise energetic frequencies with different pathogens, illness causing infectious cells, normally traced in blood and to tissues from many diseases, could be destroyed. Throughout the 1930s, Dr. Reif carried out tests on animals in his specially designed laboratory that proved very successful. Encouraged by what he was seeing, the Medical School of the University of Southern California in San Diego presented Dr. Reif and his team with 16 human terminal cancer patients with a variety of symptoms, as a trial. The team was able to declare 14 of those 16 terminal patients clinically cured after 70 days. The remaining two patients were cured within the next 20 days after the team adjusted the energetic frequencies of the applied resonance. The medical and pharmaceutical world concluded that Dr. Rice's method would be able to cure many illnesses without the intervention of surgery or drugs. However, because drugs and surgery generate money, careers and profits, Dr. Rice's theories and techniques were hushed up and declared worthless. After many legal battles, documents of the USC's clinical trials vanished, equipment was confiscated, laboratories destroyed, one medical doctor may have been poisoned, another harassed until he left the job, and a third seemingly committed suicide. Further attempts by Dr. Rife to make his work available to the general public were met with similarly destructive methods. 
1961 he fled to Mexico and died in poverty 10 years later at the age of 83. Prophets who were considered more valuable than the lives of people with cancer. Has anything changed for the better during the last century? Unfortunately, no. On the 10th of April 2018, Goldman Sachs published an article entitled The Genome Revolution. In its Equity Research magazine, the Biotech Research Report asks whether curing patients is a sustainable business model. In other words, business and profit before cure, money before health. The article does not mention cancer. Still, it is a well-known fact that the illness helps to keep a multi-billion pound, euro, dollar pharmaceutical industry afloat. As long as healthcare and production of medication are profit-enhancing, prioritization of patients' interest cannot be expected. Dr. Ruke Hamer from 1963 until 1986, Dr. Ruke Geert Hamer held a German license to practice medicine. His motivation to explore the cause and cure of cancer was based upon his own experiences. He had himself developed testicular cancer after the sudden and violent death of his son. He sensed the two events were strongly linked and so began research. Over the years he was able to work with and observe thousands of patients both on the physical and emotional level. His research showed how emotional conflict ended up manifesting his physical disease, how the whole disease process can be understood as an adaptive mechanism and how patients can heal. His well-documented work has been a valuable contribution to modern medicine. According to Dr. Hamer's website, German New Medicine, and I quote, When we have a shock, a disease process can be initiated. However, when the biological shock is resolved, the activity will come to a halt. This activity will take place on the organ, and depending on a particular cell or structure that was affected, this activity can either develop into a growth, tumor, or it could begin to degenerate tissue on an organ. The location of this activity on the organ is determined by the exact nature of the conflict. When this conflict activity stops, the body will naturally go into healing mode. End quote. The implications of this, according to Dr. Hammer, medical intervention is often unnecessary, even for serious diseases. The controversy. Cancer appeared and killed a woman in our town within a few days after she had been robbed in broad daylight on the street. Her autopsy showed an abnormally aggressive spread of cancerous cells all over her body, whilst she had been perfectly healthy prior to the crime. This story illustrates painfully the correlation between the experiencing trauma and the onset and spread of cancer, as advocated by Dr. Hammer. Dr. Hammer's license to practice medicine was cancelled in 1986 and his method judged a danger to the public. The approach seemed too controversial too pioneering, sailing too far beyond the safe horizon and opposing the establishment, perhaps. Universities in Germany and professional ecology organizations in Germany and Switzerland concluded that Hammer's work lacked scientific methods and his arguments did not back up his experiences or theories. Reality Check 
One controversial aspect is likely to have been Dr. Hamer's stance on conventional medical procedures like chemotherapy and radiation, which he believes do more harm than good, due to the destructive way they work, attacking and destroying healthy as well as cancerous cells. In fact, in his series The Truth About Cancer, Ty Bollinger interviews quite a number of medical professionals who agree with Dr. Hamer's views on chemotherapy. To quote with a view, Dr. Sunil Pai, 90% of physicians, especially in oncology, will not undergo chemotherapy for themselves or give it to their wife or child. Dr. Alexander A. Nitsikwi, chemotherapy uses the most powerful toxins known to humans. It is being given to kill cancer cells, but it also kills healthy cells and damages organs which makes recovery from cancer almost impossible. Dr. Ben Johnson It is estimated that by 2020, half of cancer cases will be medically induced by drugs or radiation. So our medical establishment itself will soon become the leading cause of cancer in the USA. Dr. Bob Wright 97% of people who undergo chemotherapy are dead within five years according to the Journal of Oncology. If you wish to hear more reality checks from medical professionals about what is generally being accepted as normal, albeit often harmful, practice in the medical profession, I definitely recommend Tarbology's valuable contribution to the global cancer discussion. Dr. Stanislav Burzinski Another revolutionary practitioner when it comes to finding a cure for cancer is the medical doctor and biochemist Stanislav Buzinski. His video, Buzinski the movie, Cancer is Serious Business, is worth watching and readily available on the internet. Of Polish descent, Dr. Buzinski moved to the USA in the 1970s and discovered a non-toxic gene-targeted cancer medicine. It might well have changed the way cancer is treated were it not for the fact that his discovery was suppressed by the US government. Dr. Buzinski and many of his patients had to face a 14-year-long legal battle before the FDA finally approved clinical trials for his methods. Dr. Buzinski discovered that antineoplastons, non-toxic peptides and amino acid derivatives function as a switch to turn off cancer suppressing genes as well as turning off oncogenes, cancer cells. Antineoplastons actively attack cancer genes and stimulate the function of molecules, which deactivates cancer cells. His terminally ill patients outlived those other cancer patients who only received medically prescribed drugs. Dr. Buzinski's methods had better outcomes than all other available conventional medical treatments, and this is undoubtedly why he faced strong opposition. Why suppress the truth of a cure of cancer? I suspect that the answer is the usual one. The financial profits of the pharmaceutical industry and its shareholders are more important than the health of ordinary people and their family and friends, reliant on conventional medicine for a cure. To my knowledge, Dr. Buzinski is still practicing, and his clinic is in existence as I write. My wish for the future. 
As with any other psychosomatic disorder, treatment for cancer needs to address the following elements. Work on the physical body, release of suppressed emotions, a positive mindset, and a spiritual awakening. When healing only occurs physically, it is like putting a sticking plaster over an infected wound. Underneath the plaster, the wound festers and corrodes gradually affecting a large area of the body and turning from a mere surface wound into a poison affecting the person's insides. Our energetic bodies respond to either a positive or a negative mindset, to either pleasant or unpleasant emotions, to either an inspiring or an uninspiring connection to the divine, and they do so in the blink of an eye. That response can lead to a change in the physical body. Positivity, pleasure and inspiration can retain or regain health and well-being and stimulate the overall immune system. Negativity, displeasure and lack of inspiration can undermine health and well-being, invite the onset of disease and weaken the overall immune system. The same happens in relation to cancer. Fear-based or hope-based approach. The fear-based approach to cancer favored by the medical world and society in general largely shuts down the chakra system and creates density in the various auric levels. This blocks positive healing energies from entering the physical body at those important energetic points, just when the body needs healing energies more than ever before. The hope-based approach in which a patient is empowered and supported as they explore how to proceed on their individualized healing journey strengthens the chakra system, keeps it open and maintains a more vibrant and clearer aura. As a result, revitalizing energies are automatically absorbed. Their support system can come not only from family and friends, but support groups, and especially from practitioners within the specific field of profession, be they medical or complementary. Together with their support system, a patient can create their own scheme of independent self-healing according to the following mindset. I have created cancer by ignoring my true self. I can heal cancer by acknowledging my true self and making choices that truly serve me. A similar mindset and sense of self-responsibility holds the key towards prevention of cancer. By acknowledging my true self and making choices accordingly, I can prevent attracting illness, including cancer. If you feel that such an approach lies beyond your reach, maybe because you're unfamiliar with inner work or because of a recent cancer diagnosis you cannot think or feel straight at present, then search for guidance and contact a therapist or counsellor. Just two or three sessions can assist you along the road of self-exploration, self-discovery and self-empowerment towards healing. The road towards self-determination. When you start down the road towards self-determination, you will be amazed at what you uncover. First, what the body has stored as traumatic experiences. Second, the number, depth and power of suppressed emotions. Third, what the mind has stored in habitual thought patterns that have led to such alienations in many cancer patients 
that they barely developed a sense of their own identity as children. Fourth, that the spiritual connection has more often than not been based upon a certain set of rules and dogmas, lacking the freedom of an individual approach to faith, religion or spirituality. These are the kind of amazing discoveries my clients and students make week after week, along with an increased awareness of how their individually has been crushed by a system or by a society that expects a person to toe the line and act normally. Towing the line and act normally has led to the prediction that within one or two decades, 50% of the Western world is expected to attract cancer. Some prospect to look forward to. Is that what you wish your future to be like? Waiting to see on which side of the 50-50 dividing line you appear to be? To a large extent, this dividing line is determined by you, your choices, your decision, your priorities. Please realize, you are a human being who has had to make adjustments in order to live in society, to a larger or lesser degree, and to what degree remains entirely your choice and your choice alone. Ultimately, you are a physical human being with a human energy field and with human chakras. Your energetic self responds instantly to a change in thoughts, emotions, social surroundings and environment to which your physical body reacts. Self-awareness is essential in preventing illness, including cancer, for healing and preventing illness from recurring. Here, dear listener, ends my reading from a few extracts from my book Energetic Cellular Healing and Cancer. May this book be of benefit to you, for your health, for your well-being, and I bless you all. Thank you. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you. <laughs>